Welcome to a special bonus episode of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. My co-host is currently trying to move in his chair without making any noise, but he put his phone down really heavy on the table, so that probably picked up. So, Stace, I hear you cry, legions of listeners. What are you doing releasing an episode 74 when, like, episode 73 only came out like five days ago? Well, I'll tell you why. It's International Podcast Day. Cool, are you excited? Co-host, do I have a name yet? And I'll get to you in a minute. Yes. Cool. The beautiful tone <laughs> you just heard, because you only said one word, so it's fine. Is, yes. Uh, that, that, yes. Is that yes. of my delightful husband. Stop talking until I've introduced... Stop making all of the ambient noise. Yes. <laughs> For God's sake, it's my husband, Rich. Hello, Rich. Yes, hello, Stace. Hello, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you feeling? This is weird because, like, you know, we've spent several hours sitting in the living room and stuff. I know, but the listeners haven't spent several hours sitting in the living room with you, so they they don't know. What if the only other listener is you? (laughs) And the the person that died was your wife. Um, And the person that's dead is your wife. Oh, shut up. Tap the tainted water. Can't do always sunny quotes. Anyway, it's a special episode. It's the 30th of September, which means that tomorrow... It's gonna be a. It's gonna do an October, twenty seventeen is, and you know what that means. Oh, cool! It's spooky, spooky, spooky Halloween times. Mysterious and kooky. I don't know what that's right. in reference to. It's the Adams Family song. Oh, I don't. The only bit I know is the bit that goes the Adams Family diddly do bop bop. So you don't know MC Hammer's Adams Family rap from the Adams Family movie? No, but that's now going to be the theme tune to this podcast. I think. What the, Adam, the MC Hammer's Adams Family rap? Yeah. It's terrible. Cool. Yeah. I was going to try and do it, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> just not. That's probably... <laughs> good idea. A good choice. So, in the vein of spooky Halloween times, we decided that we were going to do, like, a bunch of recommendations. Not necessarily our 100% favourite horror movies, scary movie times, but movies we would very highly recommend you watch. Because last year, you did... You watched 366 uh, movies, yeah. was it? Because you were doing the leap, yeah. a film a day. And so we got to October and we were all like, yeah, let's watch all the scary things. And cool, blimey, there's a lot of shit scary movies, aren't there? Yeah, um, if you've got Netflix and you just go, oh, let's see some horrors that I've never seen before. You haven't seen them before because they're shite. Yeah. Um, Netflix is not a good source of unknown good horror. It's a decent, semi-decent source of famous horror films at times. Yeah. But So? So every October I try and watch some horror films I haven't seen before anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. But la- not last year, but the year before, I remember us trying to do this and we watched some absolute wank on Netflix. So much dross. Because the shite. you go, oh, well, that'll do. Yeah. And no. It's got a scary font. 
Let's get out of well. Oh, now it's terrible. And they'll always call something like the blah, 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 blah. The Reckoning. ghosts. The scary. The seance. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Crazies was a film that we saw. That wasn't very good, was it? No, that was a big name film. Not the original, the remake with yeah, um, Timothy Oliphant, was in it, I think. Yes. I remember going to see that at the cinema and loads of teenage girls shitting themselves at everything. <laughs> and even Kieran Round was going, this so scary. Yeah, and, and he was right, it's not. Players. Hi, Key. Um, so, without further ado, what's your first a spooky recommendation? Oh, I'll go, I'll go first. Yeah, we, we're doing five each, by the way, guys, just oh, to put a premise out there. I am, thought I was going first. I will go for, I think, the most recent film that I'd recommend. A horror film called Hush. Have I seen this and forgotten it? You should have seen it, because you sat next to me while I watched it. Because I don't remember it from the title, but I could have not known the title. Um, Hush is... I don't want to say a home invasion, but it's kind of is. Um, oh, it is? The yeah, main character is deaf. And so, yeah, someone tries to um, break into a house and do a murder. And so it's almost kind of all from that that place of, you know, she, the normal horror films, people, you know, you hear the rattling in the window or door slamming or... You know, that kind of nonsense or footsteps. But obviously, this this character hasn't got any of that. I'm trying to find out. The guy who directed it as well also done a really other good horror film. But no, he didn't. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Gerald's Game that's come out that I've not watched yet. So ignore that part. Okay. That could be shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Hush. So yeah, um, I can't remember the... the I should have looked this up beforehand. We should have. To be fair to you, I'll preface this whole thing by saying that I sprung this on you like yesterday, didn't I? It's okay. No. And we've just thought of a theme today. So, so Hush stars Kate Seagal, who also wrote the film. And that's what I was trying to get at. Because she's in it for like the whole thing. This is a potentially stupid question. Yes. Is she actually deaf? No. Okay. Did she consult deaf people? That's not a question you're going to know the answer to. I am assuming so. I would assume so too, because it um, seemed to have a pretty good. I'm saying it seemed to have a pretty good grasp. I'm not deaf. I don't know. But the start, the the beginning of the film is she has a, she's an author and she's in like a house in the middle of almost nowhere. I think like the nearest neighbours probably it's like, like a woods type situation. Yeah, several, almost, isn't it? several hundred feet away. And the neighbours come round to read a book, and as she's leaving, this guy Pierce stabs her, and she's screaming for help. But obviously, like Sarah can't hear her. Now Sarah's a friend, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so Sarah gets stabbed to death by this intruder. Um, there's a lot of really good bits in the film as well, where like the soundtrack is just. This is going to sound horrible. What you assume a deaf person hears, right? Because it's just like almost ambient noise. Mm-hmm. So you'll just know that this is what she can. This is her senses at the moment, and it's really, really creepy. It's not. I say it's not like I'm listening and saying these are the best horror films ever. So don't go in expecting an absolute slasher masterpiece. But it does something different, which mm-hmm. I think the slasher and home invasion stories need because they're all the same yeah the thing about this that i enjoyed was that it was quite good at keeping up the suspense because there were times when you could see what was happening and hear what was happening and she was totally unaware and that makes it like really difficult for you as a watcher because you're like oh snap dog she doesn't know what's happening and then you do a panic on her behalf i like to do a panic the thing for me with horror movies that i'll say now because we're towards the start is that the ones that scare me more are the ones that could happen. Like, yeah. I will happily watch, like, I don't know, ridiculous demon movie nonsense because I don't believe that demons exist and that they can just appear and do you a murder. But, like, a home invasion, like, some people are just evil. Yeah. And some people do just break into houses and kill people. And so th- those are the kind of movies that scare me more than anything else. 
And I think, yeah, this this is a good twist on that yeah. sort of idea of being alone in your house and all of a sudden... Yeah, because it's, it's, it's an obvious trope that, you know, woman alone and blah, 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 blah. And because this, this film kind of doesn't have a group of people to pick off either, it does give you that, like, you know, back up the wall, what do you do when you're on your own? Oh, mm. and she's also deaf, yeah. which which is different from all the others. I recommend this film if you like, not like is the right, right word, is it? Unless if you like home invasions, but that... Nobody likes a home invasion. I don't invasion. want to be your friend if you like a home invasion. <laughs> um, Hush, 2016 film. Cool. I would agree it's with on, that. It was on Netflix recently, so hopefully it still is. Well, for my first pick, I'm going to go with my most recent choice also. I'm not going to waffle too much about it because I think I've talked about it on previous episodes. Uh, but I chose Train to Busan because... Now, for those that haven't heard me waffling about it before, this is a Korean zombie movie from last year that takes place, not entirely, but for the most part, on or around a train and train station. Thanks, neighbours. So, the thing that I really liked about this is I'm not actually a big zombie movie fan. I feel like a lot of them are kind of the same. And... Oh, go on, you look like you're going to have... No, I was going to say, I, I like zombie films a lot, even though they're oversaturated. The fact that they're the same isn't something... Fuck off, neighbour. Put your bins back. <laughs> the fact that they're the same, though, isn't something you can defend. Like, I can't... Mm. If someone goes, oh, all zombie films are the same, you can't go, no, they Yeah. They are. They kind of are. Um, um, I know some of them differ in their sort of representation quality. of zombies. So, like, some of them are the shambly sort of actually not that scary yeah. sort that you can easily quite kind of run away from. Some of them are, like... 28 days later, pegging it down the street, going to eat your face. And I'm not a fan of saying, oh, if they run, it's not a zombie film. They are. No, they're still terrifying. Get over it. It's the same same idea that someone has died and has come back to life Mm. as a shambling idiot that will eat you. Yeah. The reason I like this is because this film has gone, what if a zombie thing happened and you were all travelling somewhere? (laughs) Like, what if a zombie outbreak occurred but you weren't... So you knew you were heading for disaster. Yeah. And anybody on the train could already be infected. And where do you go and what the fuck do you do? And, and I, I like the idea of we're just going to concentrate on these few people. And as far as they're concerned, this is it. This yeah. is it's just on the train. Yeah. Because that's know. the other thing. There's not much in the way of good communication with the outside no. world. Which there wouldn't be in real life, probably. Because well, what, what would, would you do? the fucking service we get on British trains? <laughs> fucking hell, we'd be screwed. But seriously, what would you do? Like, if you found out there's a train going from London to Birmingham and there was a zombie on it and everyone was turned to zombies, would you want it to stop at Watford and let the zombies off? You wouldn't, um, would you? You know, it's it's an interesting... I wouldn't want it to come to Birmingham, definitely. No, I'm just saying if you were in here. charge of it as well. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what yeah. you do. But I think the thing that really makes this stand out is that it is a much more emotional movie than it has any right to be as a zombie movie. Legitimately made me cry both times that I watched it. So, and I mean, I know I am a bit of a giant wuss, but it really does well at making you give a shit about these characters. Because yeah. when they first... And it has one of the greatest characters in the history of zombie films. Yes. Whose name I don't know. But I hope we're thinking guy. of the guy in the blazer. Is he wearing a blazer? He, well, for a bit. And then but he's the muscly like, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's fantastic. But even the kid who, like, at the start, I thought, she's going to annoy me. I'm not going to like this movie because of her. But by the end of it, I was like, on so on her team. I was like, ah, oh, make it to the end. So, yeah, trying to boost something. They also does that like she's a kid. Yes. Which is something that a lot of horror films, that you know, the kid is either just an anchor or knows too much and acts too, you know, she just acts like a kid would in yeah. this circumstance. And she seems poo-your-pants terrified, which is great because there are a lot of things where, 
like all of a sudden people just become these insane survivors. And I'm like, if I was a child in a zombie situation, I'd have probably died just from being stuck on the spot. I think I'd fear. die now as an adult. Yeah, me too. I can't run I for a bus. I don't know why I'd want to carry on, to be honest. Well, yeah, there's also um, that. What are you even fighting for? I don't get anyway. the point of, well, <laughs> you know. Oh, let's try and hardest then struggle to stay alive. Why? What's I mean, the end game hand, You could just be eating delicious brains, so, you know. But we all like brains. Everybody loves brains. On that note. Don't brains make, oh, they make pork faggots, don't they? Yeah, I love But is that the only mm, thing they make? Do you know what, don't they? they got nothing to do with. No, but they are tasty if anybody wants to. No, they're not. Buy some. Yeah, they are. The gravy they come in is one of the greatest gravies. Oh. <laughs> anyway. I'd rather just watery oxo. Rich. Shut up about Sorry. brains, pork faggots. What's your next? Um, my next pick is one of your favourites of all time. Oh, um, it is the, oh, I want to say, Nobuhiko Obayashi, 1977. Let me have a look. Yeah, that was good. 1977 classic Japanese horror film, House. Classic, my fucking house. Um, I don't know what the fuck this film's about. Nope. It's not actually scary, but it's also really, really fucked up. When you tell people Japanese horror film, they expect something like The Ring. Grudge. Yeah, or some really fucked up Takeshi, Miyake kind of. No. These girls go to a summer vacation to one of their, I think it's the father's, like, summer house in the country. Yeah. So this is a girl and all of her school friends. The auntie still lives there and she's a bit weird. Is she a witch? I don't know if she's a witch or a demon. A cat becomes a ghost. <laughs> People start flying around. A piano eats some arms. A piano does eat some arms. <laughs> There's a random guy who has a lot of bananas at a petrol station. He does have a lot yeah. of bananas. I forgot about him. Yeah. That's weird. Um, we don't know. No. We just don't know. No. I don't think you're supposed to. I think I think it's supposed to be a comedy. But, but it's not But funny. you know the room is supposed to be a comedy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a bit like that. But I, I do think it's more of a, a knowing Film and I, I believe all the actors in it as well are like um, amateur actors. They weren't proper, you know, film stars or even TV stars at the time. No. <laughs> yeah, but there's plenty of a- shit <laughs> acting by people who are professional actors in horror films. There, <laughs> come on. Such as. I know what you did last summer. All right, yeah, I'll get you that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I thought I was going to put you on the spot, and you'd be like, "Oh no, I've got zero example." Oh yeah, all of these shit things. Yeah, you know. As much as I enjoy them, all the Final Destinations oh, don't terrible. have good acting in them. Yeah, terrible. But yeah, it's you have to be in the right mood for it. It is not scary. No. It is very weird. It's so a mindfuck. Yeah, if you don't like just surreal imagery and humour, stay away from it. Some one of the girls fall in a well or get eaten by a well. One falls down the well, yeah. Does she ever get out of that? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. She's the one as well who's supposed to be fat. Oh, yeah, but she's not fat. No. It's like how in uh, Love Actually they all call Martine McCutcheon the fat one, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's weird. But why have you just reminded me of that film? I'm sorry. I've never even seen it all the way through, because it's shit. So House, yeah. Don't confuse it with the um, TV show House. Yeah. Um, because that's about a grisly old doctor Grumpy who doctor. eats never lupus. Or there is also lives. an American horror film called House that I've never seen. Oh. But I always assume it's like the Amityville horror. I've never seen that. It's all right. It's There's good. a thing I learned while I was researching horror films to make sure I didn't forget any today when I was curating my list is that I've not seen that many. Didn't Reynolds in a remake of it? Yeah, he was. I didn't yeah. see that either. No, not seen that. I saw the original. It's all right. 
True ghost in his ears. It's no ghost to watch. I have a weird no thing pipes. about ghosts in the sense that I know in my head that they don't exist and I don't believe in them. But ghost stories still scare me because I'm like, what if they were? Name one genuinely good ghost film. Ghost film? Yeah. That's actually ghost. scary. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, Ghostbusters is great. House is great. But I can't think of a ghost film that's scary. Some might make you jump, but jump scares are just, you know, you can get a jump scare in any film. i tell you what's been freaking me out recently is Adam Ellis's Twitter accounts of his ghost child that's making his cats go mad. And What's he doing it for? It can't be real. Published too. But it's so different from his comics. I don't know what else to say. I don't, I don't know. It's probably... But name a good ghost film is what I said. Not some creepypasta. Uh, no, I've got nothing. Right. But I also did just say I haven't seen many movies, so that's oh, probably true. why. But you tried to say then that go- the idea of ghosts freaks you out, but you've never seen a ghost film that scared you. Casper, the friendly ghost. That is terrifying. Yeah, because it's so shit. Even Dan Aykroyd is scared of the ghost. That's a shit joke in the beginning of that film. Ah, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Anyway. House. 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 I don't know if I would recommend it, but I don't think I would put people off either. So, if from Richie's description you feel like maybe you want to give it a whirl, I say give it a whirl. But yeah, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't want to reveal too much. It, I, there's nothing to reveal. No, I, I was going to say I don't know what the point or the end. Like I can't even remember what the end was. Did no, no, I can't. Don't anyway. tell the end. I won't. I won't tell the end. I think the director and the writer as well they used to just like adverts and stuff. And then oh. he just made this film. Ah, well, you know, you can't. You know, <sighs> he certainly had an idea and you know made it. Real. True. <laughs> Shall I move on to my move on. second choice? I'm going to go with arachnophobia. And I say, Why are you scared of arachnophobia, Stas? I hate spiders. Like sauerkraut. No, I love sauerkraut. Oh, okay. Spiders. Spiders. I don't like. It's a um, weird out reference. I, I didn't get it. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did, like, okay, you can attest to this because you live with me. When I say I'm scared of spiders, I'm not like the kind of person who's like, oh no, there's a spider in my house, I'd better get a glass and throw it outside because I can't have it in here with me. I'm scared of spiders to the level that I can't get near enough to them to kill them. I can't get near enough to them to catch them. Somebody tried to buy me or offered to buy me one of those spider catchers that's like a long pole with like a grabby thing at the end that you go and scoop it up and even that scared me because I thought what if I missed it and it ran up the pole it's and not grab it's like a pyramid of the slidey door do you mean yeah yeah, yeah. that little thing that you grab it would be like a pair of fake no, but hands. that's how you use it it's like a like a trigger th- hand movement isn't it I can't use those and and spoiled and I hate and even tiny ones even teeny tiny ones I can't I just just get out of my why have you got that many eyes why have you got that many legs so the film why have you got tiny paws you just don't make any we're recommending films here or stuff you're genuinely scared of okay so the reason arachnophobia is on my list is because it is the only horror film that I've only seen once and I will never watch again because it scared me that much and it wasn't the big scary spider well supposedly scary spider at the end that's clearly animatronic and is really laughable didn't bother me at all but for like I'm going to say months after watching this film, I was checking the shower curtain. I was checking every corner of every room. I was looking under beds. I was checking my sock drawer. I was flapping my slippers and my shoes every time I was going to put them on, just in case. Because this film is real casual about showing you terrifying looking spiders, real ones, just dropping into your everyday life. I haven't seen this film for years. Oh, get out. Right. I get how the spiders came to America. There's a bit in the beginning, there's someone... Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. 
What was there a reason for it being a big spider at the end? Do you know what? I can't remember because it's Did been so it long since some, I've like, seen it. Human growth hormone or something. <laughs> it or, just was on steroids. Like, yeah, horse steroids. I actually or, genuinely don't remember. I can't um, remember any of that. I remember vividly the bit where there's the old couple. I think it's the old couple, and then the spider crawls out of the out of their face oh, when they're already dead. Yeah. That's that's a freaky I don't one. Like it. It's got John Goodman in it. It has. And he's and that's always, always a good. Bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Always a bonus. Like it's a re- it's a really good film in terms of like all the acting's great and it is. I can't say great. Come all on. Right. All the acting. John Goodman's good acting is great. For a it's John Goodman. Movie, it's good. But like, yeah, it's just it's so unsettling to a, an arachnophobe. Um, <laughs> I am surprised I sat through the whole thing. But literally, like out of the corner of my eye, for like while I was watching the movie, I was like, "Is that spoiler or not? Is that spoiler or not?" Huh? Panic attack times. And I think that's probably the sign of a good movie. <laughs> that it made you do a shit. Yeah, but if there was a shit film that had some spiders in it, I think you'd still shit yourself. Yeah, but it depends really on the reali- realisticalness. But just some spiders running around? Yeah, no, that would upset me. Like if you were watching something really, really shit film, like The Dark Tower, and it's just a bit where there's a lot of spiders running around. Moonwalker yeah, the movie. You say that. Moonwalker the movie. Right. When he's not dealing the kids. Don't deal <laughs> kids. Um, when he's not speaking. But you know that bit being. when like, the kids are like, <laughs> they catch Is it Joe Pesci? Oh, probably. And he's like telling what he's like, he's going to give all the kids drugs. And he turns over a globe and there's loads of tarantulas all over it. Do you remember that bit? Oh, yeah, that didn't bother me. Really? And tiny little spiders in Harry Potter didn't bother me. Shelob and Aragog bother me. But they're not realistic looking. Aragog's got those horrible looking cataract eyes that really upset Cataract eyes? Because he's blind, eh, Aragog? Because he's so old. And he's got like milky white terrifying eyes, which are just horrendous. Aragog's not evil either, is he? He sort of is a bit. He's just a bit of a bell end. Well, he's a cunt, eh? He's just like, get out of my fucking forest. Stop stepping on my spider bros. But anyway. Does he freak out in the Lego games? Aragog and Shelob. No. Okay. And I can do. But you hear that like in the Lego games. Like. Yeah, I don't like that. It scares me when you can hear a spider in this ki- on this kitchen floor because I'm like, how fucking huge are you, you tarantula? What bastard? about the massive spider in Resident Evil Two? I don't remember it. What's a spider in Resident Evil? 2? Oh, the tarantula. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was fine. See, and I was fine with the weird tarantula at the end of that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, but don't you think that's because you just sat there going, "What the fuck yeah. is this?" Yeah. But I loved it at the same point. Yeah. Weird. But anyway, yeah, so arachnophobia. Like, if you're a little bit scared of spiders, you'll probably hate, you'll hate, love it, you'll love, hate it, hate, love it. But if you like John Goodman, watch it. Yeah, do that. I feel like a lot of people my age have definitely watched it. Yeah. It's quite a big film. I think I kid. only watched it because you made me, because you were like, Pop come in on. the local corner shop, rent arachnophobia, packet of skips, go back home. I never did that. Tangy Toms. No, I did like, I did like Tangy Toms, Toms but no, I used to buy skips a lot and snacks. Didn't know it skips. Anyway. Anyway, my next film yeah. is another 2016 film Ooh. from Cop the Greasy Strangler. Now, I have not seen this. You have not seen I this. I have not seen um, this. So I have zero opinions. It's about a gentleman called Big Ronnie and his son, Big Brayden. You said Big Ronnie and I just thought, Shy Ronnie. Good work. <laughs> um, they run a disco-themed walking tour of their town. Yeah. That's their business. Mm-hmm. And that the town is getting plagued by someone who covers himself in grease and strangles people. <laughs> He's a retirement grease. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the retirement grease. <laughs> on. Carry on. I can't. You can't. <laughs> you done? Yeah. 
Okay. So this film has in it a lot of grease. A lot of, like, sickly amounts of grease. Oh. Like, the sun cooks breakfast every morning by literally a pan full of grease with a few sausages in. So it's food grease he's using? Yes. Not, like, baby lotion? No, it's grease. Oh. So um, could you smell him coming because he smells of bacon? I don't know. I don't know that's the point of the film. <laughs> no one can act in the film for shit. Oh. Um, Why are you recommending it to people? Because it's brilliant. <laughs> There's a lot of prosthetic penises in it and a lot what? of merkins in it. The hell are you recommending? Because <laughs> it's great. What? Um, there's a lot of use of the phrase bullshit artist and hooty tooty disco cutie. They're obsessed with disco music in it. See, no, that I can definitely get behind. Um, there's a scene early on, without spoiling it, where the, when whoever this greasy strangler is, the film doesn't try and hide who the greasy strangler is. Uh. When, when he punches someone in the face, the ghost face just caves in instantly. Oh, does he have superhuman strength? No, some such? not really. Has he got, I don't know, an adamantium hand? <laughs> <laughs> it's There's a character in it called, I think it's called Oinka, who always wears a pig mask. D- Rich, I don't know a bit. I don't know. You're recommending all the weird stuff. <laughs> there's a character in it as well called Ricky Prickles, who... Um, <laughs> who um, the, the guy's wife and the other guy's like mum ran away with Ricky Prickles. Ricky Prickles. Ricky Prickles. I thought I just saw a spider out the corner of my eye, and it was actually it's just eyelash. It was it? a falling eyelash. Yeah. <laughs> At least it was something. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking weird. It's it's gory, but it's not realistically gory. It's really creepy because just that amount of grease is terrible. I have a question about the grease. Go on. Doesn't that hamper the strangling? Because wouldn't it make it you is not slippery? real? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop trying to have logical thoughts. <laughs> it's a film called The Greasy Strangler. Yeah, alright. Okay. You bullshit artist. <laughs> but you're friendly with Ricky Prickles, aren't you? No, I'm a hooty tooty disco cutie or whatever it was you said. Yeah. The, the girlfriend he ends up having isn't much for cutie, to be honest. Oh. Ruin the film for you now, haven't I? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it because it sounds weird as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've only watched it slightly drunk. <laughs> only slightly drunk? Only slightly drunk. But yeah, it was cracking. Like, it was ridiculously fun to watch, and it's quite quotable, mostly because they just keep saying the same things over and over again. <laughs> okay. Greasy Strangler, 2016. Righto. My next choice is going to be one that probably quite a few people have seen, so I, I shouldn't really recommend it as like a, oh, have you seen this film? Uh, it's The Babadook. Babadook. Duke, Duke. That that's, that's the one. That's the one. So this Big was, old gay Babadook. Yeah, that's the thing I kind of wanted to talk about. So the Babadook is uh, about a lady and her son. Now, the dad done her dead, didn't he? Is that giving away too much? I don't think so. It happens fairly early, doesn't it? You find that out fairly early. And so they're living alone and they find this book about this creepy guy with a scary white deformed face and a big hat and a scary coat. That it is a scary coat. I don't think the coat's scary. Well, it is, because it... Ooh, what's it hiding? <laughs> yeah, they find this book, and, like, awfulness ensues. He's terrifying, and uh, they get terrorised by this Babadook guy. Somehow, was it Netflix accidentally listed it as a gay... LGBT show, yeah. Yeah, as a, yeah. so um, it's he's now become, like, a sort of... LGBT plus icon. icon, which is a thing I don't really agree with because kind of the whole point of the film, he kind of represents... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoily, spoil town. Um, he kind of represents 
bad mental health, <laughs> like depression, the mom's depression and grief. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about queer people taking that on as like a as an icon, like a bastion. Of, I, I guess a lot of people haven't really given it that much thought. Yeah, probably not. It made me uncomfortable immediately, especially since a lot of people this year have been shipping in with Pennywise from the new It movie. Yeah, that's just and I'm sad, like, sad movie, So no. we've got, I was going to say, so we've got like a scary demon clown man who preys on fears and, and a literal representation of depression. Yeah. No. I'm not keen on that. But the movie itself is really good. The movie really is great. Good. And I think the the kid in it is creepy as fuck. Yeah, he is. You think he's going to do a murder on a people? Well, at times I was assuming he was the Babadook. Yeah, yeah, so did I. Don't see this film if you hate animals getting killed. As well. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't do that. But it does that thing quite well that, like, there's bits where you think you see the Babadook or yeah, she, uh, she thinks she sees the Babadook and it's just a coat and a hat and... Mm. And stuff like that. And it's, it's really, really, really creepy. Yeah, it is. It, it does really well, I think, at um, leaving a lot to the imagination. Like, you don't see the Babadook particularly clearly, except in the illustrations in the book. No, you do once, and it's a bit sad. Shh. Well, don't talk about that part. <laughs> but yeah, I would wholeheartedly recommend it because I think it is a very interesting take on mental health in the horror genre. <laughs> I think it's a different take as well on demon films because. Yes. They're normally a lot louder and mostly end with some old person going, oh, it's always been evil here, and then someone tries to, I don't know, unpossess the kid or unpossess the house or oh, whatever. Oh, it's ancient Indian burial. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't do any of that shit <laughs> no, at all. It's just well creepy. In fact, you don't really know like where the book came from or anything, sort of. There's no, no answers I don't there. think it needs to. No, no but, that's the no, point. but like, that's, I think that's good because I do think, like you say, a lot of films try to explain away The kid is just an arsehole as well, you know. I do like the fact if you that take it's... Out the, if you act like, oh, maybe the Babadook's not real, it means that the kid is just a bell end and she yeah. resents him, which is quite amusing. Yeah. The um, I do think... I know this is going to sound terrible because I'm a person who doesn't have kids, so what do I know? But kids can be shitters. Like, absolute shitters. Kids am shitters. <laughs> Not all kids. I mean, occasionally all kids are shitters. Kids but, am shitters. But some kids are like, I want to d- drop you off at the orphanage and leave you forever kind of shitters. Like, actual little evil bastards. And I think sometimes it's it's kind of, um, they might have reasons for it. I don't know. They're kids. But, like, I like when films and stuff don't represent, like, parenthood as being the bastion of, like, the best people in society are parents yeah. because, core blimey, kids are a treasure. And I think you're overthinking it for a bit, though. I think I might be a little bit, but like, and I think it might a, a little bit be the fact that people keep telling me I ought to have kids because I'm a woman and that's what women do. Yeah, I don't, you don't have to tie that back into every film you watch those. No, but it just sits there. It's no, a but deep it resentment. That's one of the things <laughs> I hate when people talk about films. <laughs> And go, well, in my, I don't give a fuck. This film's not about you. No, it's not about me. I'm just saying, realistic representations of kids has not always been I think fantastic. most films make kids look like dicks. Yeah, but you just hate kids. <laughs> no, most films do. But my point is, there's a lot of horror films where it's because they're possessed. In yeah. this, the kid is just a dick. But it's fair enough, because he lost his dad. Like, he he's experiencing know. awful grief he lost. He doesn't know. Too. He's old enough to know. No, the dad had died years ago. Did he? Yeah. I forgot. He was on on the way to giving birth. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's why she resents the kid. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (sighs) 
I'd forgotten that minor detail because it has been two that years. major detail. Shush. It's been two years since I've seen it, and my well, memory is. You should have planned this better. And you could have rewatched all the what films. What is your next film? <laughs> my fourth film is In Lake, starring Kelly Riley and Michael Fassbender, who go on the world's worst holiday. I'm going to be entirely honest. <laughs> this, the one sticking point with this film is they're a young couple, they're going away to like some little quaint town, I assume. Yeah. But then the camp in what looks like, not even a beach. It's like... It's a shitty field. It's it's by some water, though. Yeah. And they like the swim in it looks like a right shit at all. But then they start getting harassed and terrorised by these, like, youths. And then it gets really fucked up. Yep. Very quickly. But apart from the fact that I don't know why they'd be camping there. Just, like, drive off, mate. Yeah. I'm nice little um, car there. Yeah, it's a really grim, 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 grim yeah. film. Yep. I really, really didn't enjoy it in the sense of... You know, some other films are, you know violent but you can be like oh hey but this is no it's like depressingly grim very good but depressingly grim if i remember rightly doesn't it all sort of escalate from them asking the kids to turn their music down a teeny bit and stop yeah. swearing so yeah loud. that's another thing though in and some people don't do it in the real world but you say to these kids these assholes i'll stop doing that and they go no and start rushing you just go then just go yeah just leave there's no moral high ground to be won here no um i know some people had issues with this film because I think it represents all lower working class kids as like murderous scum, which I they are. You can't say that. What? You can't say. I'm that. from Wensbury. I'll see them. <laughs> but I don't think it does either. It, no. It's not like it's you know going around the country from town to town and this keeps happening to them. It's just this one little town, which seems a little bit incestuous. I don't know if they ever. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's a very the implication. Small it's insular. a local town for local people. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, if if you don't mind getting through grim stuff, it is fucking grim. And but Fastbender. I mean, Fastbender is good in nearly everything except a cock and lips. What? <laughs> X Men Apocalypse. He's not. He's not the worst thing you know, is he? <laughs> Certainly isn't the best one. Oh, isn't he? Actually, he might be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your your love for those films is beyond me. Like first class. He's garbage. It is. He's the only good thing in it, by far. Um, I really enjoyed Days of Future Past. It's not a great film. Again, he's the best thing in it. That's one of Jackman's worst fucking (gasps) Wolverine performances. How dare you? You saw his bum in that movie. (sighs) Don't you see it in all of them? I don't know, but I love his bum. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I don't. I like Fassbender a lot, and I think he makes this film because you do kind of feel for him. Whereas in some other circumstances, you would just go, "You're a fucking idiot, mate." No, see, I think that's the pro- the problem with this, because I wasn't keen on this movie. And I think the problem with it for me was I spent the entire time going, you should have fucked off already, you silly pair of bastards. And I just got cross with them for just not leaving when they had the chance. Like, yeah. And on the point of uh, you saying that people are cross about the representation of, like, lower working class people and stuff, I really think people should stop assuming that, like, any film that contains a person of a set is representative of all. Like, I think you can tell when movies are trying to do I, I think what bugs me is the fact that you will have an entire industry that is misrepresenting, you know, half of the people on the planet or one entire race regularly. Yeah. But then you do have one film like this and people go, oh, so films just think everyone who can't afford a fucking car is a murderer. No, that's not that's not how this yeah. goes. It's like with um, in The Wolf of Wall Street, which I'm not a big fan of, but people were going, oh, so you're just celebrating misogyny. And I was like, no, no, the, the people are misogynistic. The film isn't. Like, 
Can I you don't not? think they celebrate him. No, and I think that... I hate that film. No, I didn't really enjoy it's like it at all. two hours of him gurning all over the place. But I think you need to find that line of, just because something happens in the film, doesn't mean that that's what the film is. Yeah. Like, I mean, Al Brooks said some shit this week, because, you know, oh, people can't Saddles. shut the fuck up, can they? <laughs> but you, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles today, but when you watch Blazing Saddles, I don't think it's racist. Oh, I do. No, the film isn't racist. The people in the film are racist. The film mm. isn't racist. Because the black character is the only normal human being in that film. Yeah, that's actually She's the only one who's got his shit together. He's <laughs> cleverer than everyone else. Yeah, that is very You know, true. everybody in that film, bar him, is racist. The film doesn't mean, then, you know. Okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, you could not make that film like that today. I totally agree with that. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Eden Lake. Eden Lake, yes. Okay. I'd recommend it. I'm not going to agree with you on that one. My next movie is another fairly recent one because I tend to only really see fairly recent films because <laughs> I'm shit. Uh, which is your next? My next one. Ha 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 ha. It's the apostrophe RE kind of your next. Oh, by Adam Wingard. That's the fella. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, um, but I'm sticking by it. It's another home invasion film. It's, I forget. Oh, are they mm. having a party? I'm going to spoil it then. Do you zip forward thirty seconds if you don't spoil it? Okay. But it's not home invasion. Cause it's done from the inside. Yeah. So th- are they having a party? I forget. Well, there's people sat in the table at the beginning. Yeah. So there's like, like a, a group of people in a fairly biggish house, isn't mm-hmm. it? And they start. Basically, the house becomes under siege by terrifying people in Mas- scary, masks. scary animal masks. Oh, that reminded me of that. I don't um, like the, the Simpsons, Simpsons intro yeah, that upset me. Oh. Somebody on the internet has done like an unofficial Simpsons couch gag, which is was your... it unofficial? Or yeah, was it someone no, it wasn't a real one. No, but wasn't it one someone submitted? Oh, I don't know. And well, I, don't, I don't practically know. just got told to get the fuck. Yeah, but basically, it was like a, a, a claymation, which we all know I'm not lacking on anyway. Like couch gag, where the Simpsons house gets raided and they all get like Marge gets scalped and they do a straight axe murder on Maggie and stuff. It's horrendous. And it was all to Moonlight Sonata, which is one of the cheeriest piano songs ever written. Um, <laughs> that, that music was only written for a puzzle in Resident Evil, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Beethoven came back from the dead so that he could write so. that piece of music for that puzzle. So it's another home invasion. It's another shitty pants, where are the people in the house, are they going to get me type situation. But... I personally liked it because of the end thing that you spoiled earlier that people will have skipped yeah. if they didn't want to hear it and I'm not going to say it again. Because I think it's a nice... It was different. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much by saying any much, anything if, more if than you're that. A, if you're a horror fan, it's got some great kills in it. Oh, yeah, it really has. Yeah. yeah. But not like ridiculous ones like in, uh, you know, the gymnast in Final Destination 5, which is just absolutely fucking... I mean, it's brilliant, but it's Nothing ludicrous. Nothing Final Destination deaths other than Final Destination, though, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Um, yeah, this has got some genuinely like... And I think the effects are pretty good, too. Because I... You know what I'm like? I'm a bit of a stickler me seeks when it comes to... Uh, gore and special effects and stuff like I'm not are you yeah I I don't like when things don't look good it stresses me out but yeah I think it's a really good film and um I like the guy that done a direct of it and I didn't think his death note was that bad he's not to blame for that death note being in the state it is there's no it's an unnecessary film and it was too short yeah but he also made the guest which I love is that your next one no oh alright I'll shut up then I really like the guest I really like Oh, what's his name? Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens? <gasps> was that Dan Stevens? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that at the time. He's in a lot of things I don't like, but he's good in most things. I don't think 
I know him from anything other than Legion and that. And what's that movie we watched with Anne Hathaway? Colossal? Colossal? That's Stephen and Colossal. Yeah, he's he's her boyfriend, isn't he? The one that she leaves to go back to her old homey home for. True, true. He was in um, that shitty Denton Abbey, wasn't he? Oh yes, I believe so. I don't believe he's in Beauty and the Beast, but I haven't seen it. I don't care. So yes, your next very good, very good film. Three thumbs up. Yeah, why not? It also stars for anybody who cares about the films I like. That bloke who does the thing. Fuck. (laughs) Put that out. (laughs) The director of Drinking Buddies and Cat Play with Fire and Happy Christmas. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. I could look it up, but I don't want to. Swanberg. He's Joe Swanberg. Yay! I knew a thing. I never know any things. <laughs> Joe Swanberg. Not that he's like such a great actor. I'm like, where? What's this Joe Swanberg performance? <laughs> anyway, Rich, what is your final? My final suggestion? recommendation is another film that's not particularly scary. I forgot to say. But it's a very good film. It's a girl who walks home alone at night. Okay. Who, I have to read the title this every time, so I always add a who in it. A girl who walks home alone at night, and it's not. Which is. Technically, an Iranian vampire western. Yeah, I didn't have as much appreciation for this film as you because I don't think I understood it. What is it to understand? It's 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 very sort of swanky, like art housey, pretentious. It's not that art. Oh, it's not. I it's... felt I felt like it was. I thought it was talking down to me. It is blatantly a film about the treatment of women in Iran. Like that's what it's about. Yeah, I don't know about the plight of women in Iran. Yes, you do. Come not, on, not intimately. But yeah, she's a vampire. The, the girl is a vampire. Not a lot. It's very slow and quiet. She skateboards a lot in it. Mm-hmm. It stars the guy who plays Ranjish. Ranjit in How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, it does. I forgot about him. Ah, oh, I like him. Um, he plays like heroin addict in it and it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's one of those films that does, it's so quiet and unassuming. And then there's like extreme acts of violence and you are a bit like, oh, Oh, yeah, I'm oh, watching yeah, a vampire, vampire film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it in black and white, or did I remember it that wrong? It was in black and white. Okay. Uh, yeah, stylistically, I really liked it, because they have her in a lot of like black and white clothes, don't they? And yeah. stripy stuff, which is exciting the, to look at. the skateboarding, it was done by the director, because she's an actual skateboarder. Oh. Which is an interesting That's fact. That's a fun fact. Yeah. It like looks it. very similar to the lead actress. But yeah, it's... If you don't mind, you know, it's not a very long film. It's just over 90 minutes, I think. If you just like slow-paced, quiet. It is very western Like, there's a lot of lingering shots that of street. That might be where it lost me. And there is like... Oh, I'm not Oh, but you don't, you don't like cables. It's not about cables, is it? <laughs> I think you're missing the point here. If, if you're not some kind of weirdo who's avoiding, who avoids subtitles and thinks everything should be Crash Bang Wallop, I highly recommend it. It's one of Kermode's big picks for that year as well. Oh, yeah, did it come in? 2014. Oh, picked a lot of new films. Yeah, apart we both from have that one. Really, from the 70s. So, yeah, a girl walks home alone at night. Did I say it right? Yes. Why do I want to say a, a girl, girl who walks, walks home alone? A girl what, who, when, walked at once home last night? <laughs> I would agree with that recommendation. I do think it was good. I think it sailed by me a little bit, but I'm an idiot, so of course it did. Uh, my last film. I've got a little list here, and I don't know which one to pick, so I'm going to go with. A suggestion that you might laugh at me at because I don't know how you feel about this film. <laughs> and it's a film from the 90s, I believe. And it's called The Faculty. It's terrible. So. Do you not like The Faculty? Okay, I have a, I have a little warm place in my heart for The Faculty because it was a film that me, Mum and Zoe used to watch quite frequently when uh, when we lived at home uh, around Halloween times for spooky, spooky... Se- sp- don't shake your head at me. <laughs> okay, so this is a film about some students 
After school. Travel bad. Elijah Wood's in it, looking like a little alien. Is it Elijah Wood? Yeah, it is. Tabor Maguire? No, it's Elijah okay. Wood. And aliens take over some of their teachers Isn't and they want to do a spread around the world. Robert Patrick in it. Who's that? T-1000. I don't know. I feel like he's in it. John Stewart's in the faculty, isn't he? Is that the faculty he's in? Who's John? Present, the, 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 presenter the, of the Daily, Daily Show, Show. guy. Yeah. I don't remember him being in it, but I haven't seen this film for several years. Is that something else? You're thinking of the wrong film. This one's got that bird who's, uh, who my sister used to really fancy that I thought was really ugly. Shit, I can't remember her name. Damn it. Yeah, the faculty. Robert Patrick, John Stewart. Oh. Salma Hayek and his Pamke Anderson's in it. Who's the bird I'm thinking I have no of? idea. Let me have a look at you. But the girl at the end is... Oh, that, that, whatever. She's in what, that 70s show. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So, aliens take over a school and try to spread around the place. And these kids figure out that overdosing them on a scary new drug will uh, will kill the little alien. John Stewart's the one who gets stabbed in the eye. He's not one of the teachers. Oh, that... I didn't realise that was him. Not only is it blatantly him, I'm pretty sure we saw a clip of it on one of those like top ten people you didn't know were in films. Oh, well I'd forgotten that. You know what my memory's like. But anyway, yeah, I have a yeah, this is probably a bit of a nostalgia glasses time and I feel like if I watched it now I might regret this choice. Proper shit. I mean um, it, it <laughs> Robert Rodriguez has a very patchy record at best at films and this is one of his worst. I feel like I feel like maybe it being a bit rubbish is why me, Mum and Zoe enjoyed it so much. Because the acting's pretty bad and stuff, but like it's just kind of fun to watch and a little bit like just enough creepy for you to be a bit sort of like when things happen. I'm pretty sure as well. A couple of years back, you made you and Zoe made me and Greg. Well, I'd already seen it. Made Greg watch it. Did we? Yeah, and he was bored shitless. Yeah, but he didn't like the labyrinth either, so he can suck on my metaphorical willy. The labyrinth is nonsense for idiots. Shut your bitch ass mouth, sir. Labyrinth. All right. If we're gonna if we're gonna say that the faculty is terrible, then Zombieland. But you've all seen it. <laughs> oh yeah! If you want me to recommend my favourite films, like The Exorcist, is pretty good in it. Texas Chainsaw yeah. is pretty good. The in first it. film that ever Friday the Thirteenth right. was Nightmare on Elm Street. The first one, and I haven't seen it since because I've been too scared to watch it again. So that's probably the choice. But everybody's there. seen it, haven't they? I don't know if it's the second or maybe the third Freddy film is probably the best. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen any of the follow up ones. I've only seen. The first one, and I was too scared to ever revisit the franchise. No, but after a bit, it gets stupid and just make, he keeps making like, he's like in cracks a pizza and, that. and like one person dies in the next game and shit like that. Oh. You know, it gets really weird. That's when it's fun, though. <laughs> I feel like I probably enjoyed that. With Nightmare Child, I think it was. And then they had that really weird new nightmare, which was good, but then King Freddy versus Jason was terrible. Oh. We watched that last year. That was one of our horrors we hadn't watched before. Oh, I've repressed that for my memory. Yeah, it's got Kelly Rowland in it, who... Oh, ball bags. It's like homophobic slurs at Freddy. Really weird. Jesus Christ, that film is bad. So anyway, that was our tip-top choices. That was our recommendations for horror films you might not have watched. You may not have seen. Give them a whirl. Let us know what you thought about them. Rich, I know you want to go in a minute because there's a football to be had, but can you give people a film to straight up avoid... A horror film that you thought was so bad that you would say to people, don't put this in your eyes, even at Halloween, because it's the doggy worst. The doggy worst? Yeah. Is that like a really weird um, hot dog? I was going to say the dog shittiest, but then it sort of fell out of my mouth a bit wrong. (laughs) When I was young, I got really freaked out because my nan was watching this film on TV. Yeah. And I revisited it when I was a teenager. It's either known as Terror at London Bridge or Bridge Across Time. 
<laughs> right. right I'm it not stars David Hasselhoff. Oh, right. I'm in. And <laughs> I want to watch it the, now. The plot of this film is Jack the Ripper in the 1800s dies in the Thames. Right. You know, because of course he did. But then when London Bridge gets moved to Arizona, he he's ghost is in it and starts killing people in Arizona. Why is London Bridge moved to Arizona? Because London Bridge is in Arizona. Like, what? I'm confused. That's a thing? Yeah. That's a, a historical fact. Yeah, London Bridge, London Bridge in Arizona. It moved from London? Yeah, in to... the 60s. They thought they were buying Terran Bridge. Well, what's the London Bridge? Terran Bridge. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm shit at history. Yeah. Cool, blimey. Anyway, so David Hasselhoff's the But yeah, Ripper. so he was... Is he the Ripper? No, he's a policeman. Oh, damn it. Yeah, he, he believes that, you know, Jack the Ripper's come back in the bridge, but no one believes him. Yeah, don't watch this shit. Like, it's even <laughs> bad. It's worse than it sounds. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to watch it now because you've said David Hasselhoff and there's a bridge ghost, and I just don't know what to make of that. <laughs> just just don't. Just don't. Just don't. I mean, you've sold me, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to watch it now, if I can get it somehow. The, uh, the film that it's I probably chose... on YouTube, because it's that shit. Like, it's one oh. of those that they'll leave on YouTube. Excellent. I'm Definitely it was a TV film. Oh. But when I was a kid, there's a scene where someone gets the throat slit, and it really freaked me out, because I was about eight. Yeah. Come out of there, doesn't it? Like, bad effects, Hasselhoff. Bad effects, Hasselhoff. Yeah. Is that his new nickname? Yeah. Uh, the film that I chose... I actually was going to pick XX, but we talked about that quite a lot in a fairly recent yes. episode, didn't we? Um, and so I thought, think back, Stace, think, think, think. What's a film that you thought was pants? And I went with the ABCs of death. Because we didn't even finish it. So I think so that's you can't a, judge it now. No, I think I can. I've got to admit, I'm not a big fan of anthology stuff anyway. Because I think you have to be a really gifted writer to convey a good story in a short time. I'm not... That's why I don't tend to buy anthology comics or anth- like little yeah, mini novels. The is trying to give you a story. It's trying to give you some deaths. Yeah, but not very well, is it? So... The, the, the sort of point of it is that each... There's 26 directors, they're all given a letter of the alphabet that stands for something and they have to make a dinky film and they all get put together, job done. So, as an example, A stands for Apocalypse. Uh, B was for Bigfoot. The one that I did like from... I think we saw up to about M, didn't we, before we just went, fuck this noise, was Cycle, which was the one with the guy and the time loop thing in his hedge in his garden. Oh, that was rubbish. Oh, I thought that one was all right. But it still wasn't good. The one I liked <laughs> might have actually been from ABC's of Death 2, Badger, that had um, Julian Barrett in it, getting killed by a badger. That was pretty... I don't remember that. Yeah, that I think that's from the sequel. Though. Yeah. Okay. We watched them both the same night. Oh, did we? Yes. Oh. Uh, well, either way, yeah, th- there's a th- a lot of these are, are like either really boring, which a horror, horror short should never, ever be. should never be boring. Uh, not creepy. Not suspenseful, not exciting, often badly acted, sometimes badly filmed. Some of them are just like, oh, isn't this shocking? And then Yeah, but you only got two minutes to do something. <sighs> yeah, but I feel like you could at least make it scary and interesting. And if you can't, don't make the film. If you can't tell a story in two minutes, don't make, you know, 26 there was, two There was films. one of them, wasn't there, where people... There was two blokes in a room, and they had to jack off to something until they jeezed. Yeah. And the last one to jeeze got, like, stabbed in the heart. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I mean, what? what? I don't know. I, d- I just... No. Just no. It's just bad. And on a similar vein, VHS is a pretty terrible 
anthology film as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's one I'll definitely give up halfway in. And that one tried really hard to have an interlacing plot, wasn't it, where they like happened upon a bunch of scary videotapes. But then there's no real connection between all the tapes, so nope. there's no reason why that guy had them. Nope. So I'll give up. So yeah, that's my avoid at all costs, ABCs of death. And Bridge of Time or whatever the fuck it was. Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Pies. House of Pies. Um, Rimmed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> On that note, that has been episode 74, the pre-October International Podcast Day Festival special time. Yep. Do, yeah. Do you want to tell yes. people where they... <laughs> Shut it. Don't start that again. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you to do a follow on the internet or let you know whether they watched any other films and thought they were good uh, or not? Just tell Stace. She'll tell me. Okay. Well, you can tweet me at Stacey's Parlour. Stacey with an E. Parlour with a U. Or you can drop me an email, stacysparlour at gmail.com. Or come join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group and we can both probably t- talk to you about things then if you post in there because you're a part of that group. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, happy International Podcast Day. Go listen to some podcasts. Happy or hello the Such as... You get it. I'm going to do a quick podcast recommendation. Off Book, the improvised musical podcast. That's my new favourite thing. That's your podcast recommendation. Yeah, it is. It's my new favourite thing. I love it. Good for you. You got one before we go. This podcast. This one that you listen to. I can't recommend it though because you're already listening to that. It'd be weird. All right. The last episode of this one. Anything that Stace puts a face to. Is that there? That's good husbandry. Because I don't know. Dellboys. It's always Dellboys. It's always Dellboys. Yeah. I do like Halloween specials and stuff. Or eat spooky food. No, but they probably would if you tweeted them. I'm going to tweet them. Can you eat some spooky food? And then they'd fucking hate each other for doing it. Okay, cool. On that note, uh, smooches. Bye. Bye. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs>